So then I just sucked up another ham sandwich, called it a day. Welcome back to another episode of Reeking Havoc, the world's weirdest podcast. Paul, how you doing today? What's today, Thursday? It is Thursday. It's been a weird week. It has been a weird week. It's been a weird little bit. Uh, Halloween season is over. We're now in November. Looking forward to Thanksgiving and obviously the Christmas season as a whole. And it'll be interesting to see how that shapes up with COVID. Before we get anything, I just have to say something. With all the craziness right now going on with the election, whatever side you're for, doesn't matter. We don't need to resort to violence or looting or riots or anything like that. If you want to protest, whatever side wins, if you're not happy with it, peacefully protest. You have every right in the world to do that. Use your freedom of speech. Use your voice to go out and do so. But at the same time, there's checks and balances. There's three levels of government. It's not the end of the world. In 2016, we, we saw that kind of a motto. If when Trump went, won, a lot of people were very, very upset, thought this was the end of the country, this is the end of certain rights, and it wasn't. Look back, it didn't happen that way. Even if you hate Trump with all your guts, it probably wasn't as bad as you would have expected. And now, if Trump wins, the right conservatives, uh, Republicans... You've got to prove now this is going to be the full eight-year term. It doesn't look like Trump's going to win, but let's say somehow he comes back and wins. You're going to have to show that it's actually making America great. Now you have a whole eight-year term to do this, so let's, let's see that. And on the left, if, if Biden wins, see, let's, we have to see what you wanted the world to change. Because on both sides, we hear all these things on why they're right and why this is going to make the country better. I want to see it. I'm sick of the talking on Twitter. I'm sick of the talking on every social media platform. It's stupid. None of you guys are making decisions. If you want to voice your opinion, there's a way to do it, and there's a way not to do it. Going out and screaming and name-calling, that's not going to accomplish anything. You're acting like a child. There was a video my buddy posted of, uh, I believe it was a lot of Republicans about to stop counting in Michigan. I think it was at a Detroit poll. That's childish. It was was a bunch of grown adults. There's no need to that. Kicking and screaming doesn't get you anywhere in this world, and it never will. And if we live in a world where that's how you get things done, I don't want to be a part of it. I'm buying an island, and I'm moving there because it's unnecessary, and it's just stupid. I'm ready for this election to be done. I know you're ready for this election Mm -hmm. to be done. Because at the end of the day, whoever you vote for, you did your part. Yelling on Twitter is not going to make anything different. Exactly. And... People, you know, the, the whole, obviously there's going to be speculation, was the election rigged, was it not? Let's be honest here, folks. Every election, to some extent, is rigged. Like, let's not kid ourselves. There, there's no such thing as, as fair in the world we live in anymore. That's what the Electoral College is there for, isn't it? Essentially. I mean, it's basically yeah. like a blanket. Like, if you guys don't make the right decision, we can change our minds and make the right one. Kind of, Yeah. <laughs> It gets a little messy, but yeah. it's, it's just, I'm so sick of everything from both sides of the aisle. It, it doesn't matter. Listen, the world's not going to end. Because guess what? America's still here. We're still here. And how about, and that's the thing that really bothers me about this election, is even more than in 2016, we see the country is just as divided as we probably have imagined. 
And that's a sad thing. That's a sad thing that it's because, you know, Biden's likely going to win this, but it's still it was a closer race than a lot of people expected than myself expected. The country is so divided and we're not going to accomplish anything with this because now all we see is focusing on who has the House, who has the Senate, you know, who's sitting as our commander in chief at president. We have to abolish the two-party system, and that starts at the local elections, work your way to the state elections, and then we can start doing it at a national level. But as of right now, it saddens me to see that we live in a world where one side hates the other side. Because we're not going to sit here and talk about our political beliefs on this show because it's not our burden to express that. Those of you that know us, you know how we feel about certain objects and certain ideas. I have friends on both sides of the aisle. They're still my friends. I, I don't care. I don't care who you voted for. I think we need to get back to the world where you don't publicize your vote. Because I remember growing up, you kept that secret. Even in 2016, that was my first year I, I was allowed to vote in the presidential election was 2016. And it was taboo. Don't, don't ask anyone what they voted for, who they voted for, excuse me. Wow. And now it's... Who'd you vote for? But you almost feel like you have to tell them. And that's sad. We, we shouldn't live in that world. But at the same time, the reason that it's sad that it's like people ask and it's a problem is because if you say one thing, one side's going to hate you and one side's going to love you and vice versa. There's no winning in this politics world in the United States anymore. And it's, it's really sad to see. I'm just sick of the hate. <clears throat> yeah. Um, let's, let's just love one another. And I mean... I remember, I mean, we're talking years back now, but, like, just going on, like, social media for a good laugh. Now I'm, I mean, I've been insistently avoiding it for the last four yeah. days because it's just toxic and disgusting. There's just so much hate. and why I go uh, It's on, unnecessary. That's why I go on Reddit and iFunny. Keep the spirits up. Like, I think, I mean, we're all in this big blue splitting blob together. We're evolving around the sun. We're, we're all doing this life together. So instead of hating... Someone because they don't agree with you? How about just, just love them? Because this is the thing. We each have different experiences that have led us to our beliefs. Paul and I, I'm talking about here. Person A, B, through millions of people in this country, everyone has different experiences and situations that have led them to come by their beliefs, just like you have. It doesn't make it wrong. You might see it as wrong in your eyes, and obviously there are certain things where you can be like, okay, that is a messed up viewpoint. But majority, what we're talking here, everyone has different experiences. Everyone has different beliefs. It shouldn't be one's better than the other. It should be trying to find a middle ground where no one's ever going to always be happy. And you're not always going to be able to please everyone or even please necessarily a majority. But work together. That's what I want to see. I want to start seeing the both sides work together and maybe we won't have sides anymore. It won't happen in our lifetime, unfortunately, but... Maybe one day, maybe one day we can dream of a world where there is not a Republican and Democrat side. It's just what's best for America right now. The only thing I have left to say on this whole thing is our country, like you said earlier, is run on a system that's based on division. You choose yeah. it. You have to choose a side. It there's, wasn't always like that. There's, there's, you, you, you know, you choose Republican or Democrat. Obviously, there's a whole number of other yeah. parties, but nobody has much of a following or even really cares about those and until our country is no longer run off of a system of division will we see the division in our country subside 
And also, my last thing here about the election and politics, um, what really, really bothered me is seeing all the people saying, go vote, but if you vote for so-and-so, don't vote. Listen, that's childish, that's stupid, that's irresponsible. Uh, if you want someone to have responsibility and do their civic duty and go out there and vote, it, doesn't, it shouldn't matter who they vote for. They, you should just be thankful that they're doing their civic duty. Because you did it, so why can't they? Just because they're not voting for the candidate you want them to vote for doesn't matter. And that's, that's, that, that's the last thing we're going to say about it. Because this show is not meant to be about politics. It's not meant to be about division. It's about fun stuff, fun topics, fun love, where everyone from every party aisle, left, right, north, south, left-handed, right-handed, colorblind, not colorblind, can taste Things can't taste things. Their favorite color's red. Their favorite color's green. Doesn't matter. We love all of you. So let's change tunes here. Paul, don't get upset with me here. I think you already know what I'm going to say here, but uh, go green. Paul doesn't have a nice look right now. He looks a little bit upset. Fire Jim Harbaugh. I've been saying I that want Jim Harbaugh gone. He should be gone. He, he, he can go coach in the NFL, do whatever he wants. I'm all for it. Have fun, buddy. We don't want you. Get on with your life. He, it, I love the people that are defending him like, well, you know, he gets uh, ten, eight to ten wins a year. That's winning records. That's good stuff. At Michigan, that don't matter. Because guess what Michigan has turned into? Nebraska. An absolute joke. Nebraska used to be a dominant force back in the day. And then they've kind of waned off, and they have consistently okay records. A lot of times you're seeing them in bowl games, which means you have a winning record, at least 500. And, but they don't win big games. They might have an upset here and there. But Michigan is dangerously close to the middle of the pack now in the Big Ten. I wouldn't put them in the top three. No. I mean, clearly Ohio State's just dominated Ohio State's the Big Ten. ahead of everyone else. And um, then Penn State, Wisconsin, right now they're ahead of them. They're Brink teams, like Brink, like powerhouse teams, I yeah. would say for them. Like they're, they're right on that, that fence of being like, watch out for them too. And then Maryland, they might Michigan be right. hasn't went anywhere. They've yeah. been the same team since Jim Harbaugh's got there. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously there's others been some talent. That's been in and a out, lot and a lot, talent. like a lot of talent. We've had some really good players on a lot of really good teams. And I mean, even now, like I really think Joe Milton's a good quarterback. He's a good quarterback. He's a talented kid, and I think he will be. He'll develop into a really like solid college football player. Yeah. Um, but Harbaugh's not the guy. No. Like it, it's there's a point where you stop blaming the players, and that was like four years ago. And yeah. he still has a job. He's getting paid like he's out here winning national championships year in and year out. The dude doesn't even make it to the Big Ten championship half the time. And that's something I will, I'll say to the difference between top-tier teams and what Michigan's turning into is they get stuck in their ways. Let's look at LSU. Les Miles was an amazing coach. He was I'm, I can't remember if this is exactly. It was either 10-2 and two or 9-3. and three. It was the year he got fired. Was that, that was his record. Outside looking in, you're like, what, what is he getting fired for? That's a, that's a great record. He's doing great things. But certain programs have to hold their teams to higher standards, and Michigan has not done that. I don't, if you're a Michigan fan and you disagree with me, I hate to tell you this, but you need to wake up. Harbaugh's not the answer. I didn't like Harbaugh when he first came to Michigan because I didn't like how he handled himself. I thought he acted like a child. 
If you're going to act like that, though, you have to be able to back it up. Like Antonio Brown, I don't really like the guy. He talks a lot, but he can back it up. I mean, he's been out of the league for a little bit now due to a lot of weird instances. But even LeBron, I don't really care for LeBron a ton because he runs his mouth. But, I mean, he backs it up. If you can back it up, you can talk to talk. That, then it's right. a different game. But Harbaugh doesn't. Congratulations, you've had, a couple, you've had winning seasons. You haven't beaten Ohio State. Your record against Michigan State and Ohio State at home, you've won once. Congrats. And people are like, oh, it's not a home game because of COVID. It's still a home game. I don't care. If you're playing at your home field, it's a home game, no matter what. He doesn't win big games. He struggles in bowl games, hasn't won a Big Ten championship, hasn't even gotten close to a national championship. Why is he still here? Michigan's stuck in their ways. They still think they're clinging on to it. Harbaugh's the answer. He's not. Wake up. He's not. You got time to move on. I mean, like it's like when he got hired, everybody thought, you know, Jesus, Jimmy, the savior. He's going to save yep. Michigan football. He's going to turn it around. And there's too many people that, including the athletic department at the University of Michigan, yeah. caught up in that thought. They're like, we're paying him all this money. It's so worth it. He's Jim Harbaugh. He's the best coach. He's our best. There's better options. I don't care who it is. And the thing is, is you have to give someone a chance. Harbaugh's had his chance, and he hasn't done anything with it. So it's, it, at some point, you have to cut your losses. And he's going to be fine. He'll land on his feet. He'll find another job. He's not a bad football coach. No. That's not what I'm trying to say here. But he is not coach. a good college head football coach. I Look at him. he's a good head football coach. I feel like no. he's better in an assistant role, a coordinator role, something on the side. I don't even not think being he's a, the main guy. I don't even think he's a quarterback guru like everyone claims he is anymore. I did for a long time because he's had very good quarterbacks under him. But... Shea Patterson was a talented football player. He was a very, very good football player, and he looked utterly useless at his time at Michigan. Let me ask you a question. How many Michigan starting quarterbacks are starting in the NFL since Harbaugh's been? Exactly. Exactly. And we've seen guys who were not necessarily as talented or under a worse coaching staff that are starting in the league now. So Mm -hmm. I, I think it's time for Michigan to move on because I, I, it's tough for me to root for Michigan with Harbaugh there. Because I don't believe anything he says. And he wanted to, he said something about how it wasn't, you know, the players, it, there was no lack of effort. They went out there, they grinded. He saw it on the sidelines from his point of view. There was no lack of effort on Michigan's side of the part. And I'll agree with that. It didn't look like Michigan was taking plays off or anything like that. But if it's not the player's fault, well, someone's got to take the blame. Somebody's fault. Because, I mean, Michigan State lost to Rutgers the week before. Like, come they on. made Lombardi look like a, a one of the best, yeah. if not the best, quarterbacks in the Big Ten. Yeah, and I mean, one thing I do want to say is it's good for Mel Tucker. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, that's, that's a big that's way a to big take your first career win. win. He plays, he gets his first career win in his first career, like, big rivalry game. At the big house. At the big house. That's a memory he'll never forget. Uh, that's, that's good for him, and I mean, they could lose I expect, I expect uh, Michigan State to... With him at the helm, become more of a powerhouse in football. Yeah, than they and that'd have be, been that'd be in the fun because I want to see that rivalry be renewed. The thing is, is the rivalry is still there. It's just states hasn't had a good team in a while, but they happen to beat Michigan, and it's an upset, mm-hmm. which is cool. But I want to see them both ranked, both in good standing positions. It just makes football better. It makes the Big Ten better because right now, I wouldn't even say Wisconsin and Penn State are elite teams. 
uh, you, you really have Ohio State, and that, yeah. that's at the end of the day, that's that's what you're looking at, and that's tough to be a dominant conference with one that's team. That's what was supposed. That's to what the ACC is. That's yeah. Ohio State is what was supposed to happen in Michigan. They yeah. got Urban Meyer, and they turned into a complete powerhouse. And Harbaugh did and not. And then Urban Meyer's like, "All right, bet I'm out." Yeah. And they're still a complete powerhouse. Yeah, they're gonna he, be. He create. He breeded a system of just elite winners. Football winners. winning year in year out, being in that conversation year in and year out. You talk about your Alabamas, your Clemsons, and then Ohio State's yeah. in that conversation every single year. Yeah. That was what's supposed to happen, but. Jim Harbaugh got caught up in the khakis. He got caught up in the khakis. Oh, man, I love it. I love it. For those of you that are in Michigan right now, I hope you're enjoying this weather. It's, it's absolutely beautiful. Uh, yesterday, 70s, gorgeous. Sun was out. Today, couldn't give you an exact temperature reading, but it was, I was sweating in sweatpants and a T-shirt playing catch outside. If that says anything to you. Now remember, this is Michigan, so it could very easily, a week from now, have a foot of snow on the ground. So we really, really need to take advantage of this. Get outside, play with your kids, play with your friends. I don't care how old you are, you're never too old to toss a ball around. Or to go for a walk, take advantage of nature while it lasts, and this area of the world gets the cold, evil grips of winter and you don't see the sun for six months, and you start contemplating, is this a simulation? So go enjoy the nice weather. That's, that's my pitch right there. There's, there's my little commercial <laughs> for Mother Nature. You're welcome. Send the check to uh, 4130 Kellogg Center. Uh, yeah, minimum 200000 Simple stuff, you know. I, I don't ask for much. <laughs> I don't ask for much. Ah. <sighs> My eating schedule's been really weird. You think? Yeah. I it's Did you eat lunch today? Yeah, I had a peanut butter sandwich. Made one during class. I'd heard you moving around. I was like, I don't know if he's like making something or yeah. he's just like moving around because well, he got bored. Our so our, <laughs> our college had uh free donuts today. So I dialed up some of those free donuts for breakfast and then I had a class from two to three forty, and I got hungry around two thirty. And it was an online class, so I was I was in the apartment, and I don't know, a peanut butter sandwich just sounded really good. So I dialed up a peanut butter sandwich, and now I probably won't eat for a while. Yeah, I mean, the other night you you said I'm not eating dinner, and then around ten o'clock you're like, no, I uh, ate dinner. Yeah, see, that's the problem. And then you ate at ten o'clock, and then it's just like, yeah. Then you feel weird because then you, then you feel, feel like you're supposed to eat a little something, something around like 12, 30, 1 o'clock. Yeah. So then you're not eating right before we go to bed, but like you get a little something on your stomach so you don't wake up just like, I need to eat everything in this room right now or I'm going to kill someone. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know what we have for dinner tonight. Do you know what you're having for dinner tonight? I have a couple ideas. All right, well, we have a couple ideas. What are my couple ideas? Yeah, that was kind of... Uh, oh, you don't so just you want sit me there to, saying I have a couple ideas and not elaborate. Yeah. Okay, so earlier I got really pissed off when I ate my lunch because I was like, you know what sounds really good right now is the buffalo sliders from Arby's. And I was like, the only way I'm going there is if it's happy hour. And happy hour don't start till 2, and that was one fifteen. Ah. Class started at 2, and I was like... So then I just sucked up another ham sandwich, called it a day. But so that's been on my mind. So, I mean, I'm not going to rule that one completely out. And then I have like a chicken 
pro, like Alfredo chicken broccoli bake. Oh, you, you lost me at broccoli. Okay, so uh, <laughs> I'm just playing. pick around the green. Bro- broccoli, no, broccoli and inside stuff like that has grown on me. I'm not going to sit here and say yeah. I like it, but I uh, had this cheese broccoli soup, and it wasn't terrible. I can stomach that down. It just pisses me off that when God was creating the world, he made vegetables taste the way they do. And I know my mom's going to listen to this and be like, I love vegetables. Well, that's weird. (laughs) I'm just going to say it. It's weird. I mean, I would say like... It's it's an acquired taste because your brain is like, I know it's good for me. I eat it all the time. Obviously, it must be good. Like when I was a kid, I used to like choke down broccoli, like plug the nose, just eat it because it's good for you. Oh, same. And then, I mean, now it's just like, all right, like I can just eat it. Also... I mean, it's still the first thing I clear off my plate. I don't care what scientists will tell me and biologists will tell me. Plugging your nose does not help. I did it as a kid and it still tasted bad. The aftertaste is still there. Yeah. Once you unplug the nose, it comes right back. I'm still upset about that because I thought it was a cheat code to life. I was six years old when I found it out, and I thought I had the cheat code. I was like, I have it all down right now. I can eat anything I want, no taste whatsoever. Let's dial it up. First vegetable I threw in my mouth, I was just very upset. Now, the real question is, what made you plug your nose first? Was it veggies or was it like medicine? I never had a problem taking medicine. Really? You never had just like, oh my God, this is horrible. No. There were were a couple things that were really gross, but uh, cough medicine, I don't... I mean, maybe my parents would know better than me because I was younger when... If it would have been a problem, but I I don't think I I had a ton of problems with that. I don't think I plugged my nose. I remember there was one thing I had to take. I don't remember what I took it for. I want to say it was something for my skin or something. I'm not entirely sure. That was gross. That was disgusting. It was orange flavored, and orange flavored medicine is Ooh. toxic. Ooh. But no, it was definitely vegetables. It was green beans, which is one of the probably my favorite vegetable now, outside of crunchy carrots. I don't like soft carrots. I love me some cucumbers, bro. Some fresh cucumbers in the summer, man. That's my stuff. Yeah, that's why I mess with her. cucumber water. I can get behind that cucumber water. I don't think I've ever had cucumber water. It's fancy I'm just people water. About straight up cucumbers. I I mean I realize that, but <laughs> I'm just saying cucumber water is is quite delicious. I don't speak rich. <laughs> I don't speak rich either. I was just in a rich environment where there happened to be cucumber water. Yeah, but you know their jargon. I don't. Okay, fair, but yeah. I have lots of cucumber water. I have this. I don't remember what flavor. Do you remember what those little things I have, what that flavor is? Some peach It's thing? peach something. Mango? Peach mango? Peach mango. Peach I mango. feel like it's, there's something green on there. Um, the label? Yeah, true. It might just be the label. <laughs> it's peach something. It might be peach mango. It's delicious, though. I like that. They're the Lipton. I think they're the Lipton packs. Definitely. Little, little flavor packs definitely you put where in. the green was then. Yep. I was going to say it was a Lipton. They had yeah. a green leaf and yeah. logo. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Water. Dude, learned all about water and geology today. I don't think I want to hear this. I'm going to be honest with you right now. I don't care. You don't because I don't care. <laughs> because either. I see your face when you're in geology and it's not pleasant. But I know what makes water sink now. It's pretty cool. That's uh, that's the the most I'm gonna go on this one because yeah. it's really just. I'm be honest. I had with to you, sit through you, an hour and forty minutes of just brain numbing. 
Uh, that's water. tough. That's tough. I mean, my math class today was pretty boring because we just went over basically one problem. And then at the end of the class, he was like, I hey, don't exactly need to know this, but it's just something fun to do. And I was like, I just wasted an hour and a half listening to something I don't need to know. <sighs> Yoga was great today. I was I was almost asleep when we were in uh, Shavasana at the end. It was a, it was a balancing the brain yoga today, which for me, that's my kind of yoga because you don't need to be super flexible because the other yoga is painful. Every time she comes around the room and she stops by me and she'll tell me the, like, another way to do it because I don't bend. I'm stiff. <laughs> I've never been flexible. Even at my most flexible, in air quotes here, I, I'm a board. I, I don't bend. My biggest fear is to do the splits inadvertently. Ooh. I don't know if there's any coming back from that. I'm tearing a lot of things. Oh yeah, no, you're in, you're you're gonna have some some serious tough problems. Hip, hip issues after that. And some groin issues because oh, yeah, the inner thigh is just, just gonna, gonna be tear. shredded. I feel like each of your Ugh. groins would probably tear and then you'd I'd be struggling with the hips. That might I don't have a lot of fears in this world, but that might be one of my bigger fears. Inadvertently doing the splits. Yeah. My like all my fears in life are super specific. <laughs> I don't have like broad fears as you do with spiders and That's bugs not in general. Broad. Yes, it is. Spiders is not a broad category. No, it's not a, a category. Spe- yes, it is. And I'm not scared because of it's every a- single bug. I'm just scared of the ones that what really bugs bug are, me. What bug? Uh, pun. I mean, I like let's what be honest here. Gnats really don't intimidate me much. I just be like, all right, shoe off. You're just annoying. Okay, what about or something ants. you can see? I don't see, get intimidated though. by an ant. I just more like kill it. <laughs> What's like, why are you no, scared of spiders? Dude, spiders, there's something wrong with them things, man. They're cool. I mean, like the little baby ones ain't nothing. I don't care about the baby ones, but you get like how do you how, the hardy me, boys with ask, the big they got the big legs ask, or they're like quarter sized bodies and you're let like me ask, oh, bigger tarantulas out to get out of here. How many times have you run into those spiders in your daily life? Dude, they'd be like climbing in my house and stuff. I, I got spiders in the basement what, in my basement at home. Had, and they got some big boys. There was a hardy boy. Like I'm talking like silver dollar size spider. Nice what's it going to do to you? And he was just chilling. I mean, if he's I don't just know, chilling, what's he going to do? But if it moves, it intimidates me and freaks me out. A because sp- I don't know if they're coming after me or what. Spiders leave you alone. Bro, okay, I should have never watched Harry Potter as young as I did and okay. saw the spiders if in the you, forest because that really, really messed not, me up mentally. Aragog I was not ready not for it yet. Same I was not ready for it though. I was I was at, at a point in my life where I was vulnerable. And, oh my and that's the lasting effects of me watching <laughs> that movie. At that point, <laughs> probably too young, man. You know, I was at a vulnerable point in my life that you, you know a see vulnerable spider? point did in my mental the, development. Did you read the books first? Yeah. Then you should have known it was coming. I mean, I knew it was coming. It's just really creepy in the movie. Man, talking to speaking of creepy movies, uh, there is a Netflix movie. We're actually not gonna. There's no spoiler warning because we're not gonna spoil anything. It's called The Ritual. I believe it's a Netflix original. I could be wrong, but I'm almost 100% sure. If you're into horror movies, phenomenal. Mind thriller, keeps you on the edge of your seat, super spooky. Very much recommended if you're a fan of horror movies. If you don't like scary things, I very much recommend you stay away from this movie. Because it will haunt you. For the right reasons. If 
there are right reasons. But yeah, it's a great movie. We watched a lot of we watched a lot of, we, we we did our spooky season horror movie fandom. We went through some of the classics. It was good times. I'm gonna miss those. Not like we can't watch horror movies, but it's just it's there's something about watching them in October. Just gives you that that great feeling. Speaking of Halloween, though, our Halloween was a little weird. So we're just chilling. We finished the movie. It was like, I want to say 1230 or something. I think we started playing video games or something. I don't remember exactly what we were doing. I'm sure we were playing video games. And it's 1230 in the morning, get you. All of a sudden, the fire alarm goes off. We're outside for like 15 minutes. And then we come back in. I had to take a leak. I had to pee before we even, the fire, first one went off, but I didn't have time because the fire alarm's going off, so I have to go outside now, come back in. I have to sneeze, Paul. Just take over for a second. Needless to say, fire alarm went off again. Yeah, no, (laughs) I'm in the bathroom. Two steps into the bathroom, it starts going off again. Super frustrating. Speaking of Elbian, there was something, I was going to mention it earlier, but I didn't find a perfect time to do this. So, if you've been with us this far, you obviously know the crazy situation we find ourselves in. What gets better? It's not, this is time, it's not new restrictions. It's about our president specifically. He got a $100,000 heated patio built at his house. For his party on Halloween. For his party on Halloween. And then, if it gets better, a personalized custom golf cart just for him. I love it. I love it. We talk in Los Santos customs. Yeah, Los Santos customs for you GTA 5 fans out there. But man, that really pisses me off that he's getting gets to live all high and mighty and have throw parties, but we have to stay locked up. It just goes to show he doesn't even believe in his own restrictions. He's he's someone's telling him, someone's in his ear. I, I fully believe that now. Definitely. But that's negative stuff. There's no need to be negative. It's a beautiful day outside. The sun is actually perfectly shining through our window right now. It is phenomenal. It's finally cooling down a little bit. See, this is the problem with the way our heat works in our apartment is it takes forever to heat up. But then it'll get a little too hot, so we'll turn it down. And then all of a sudden, boom, freezing again. And then it's start back at ground zero. (laughs) Let's get another 20 days before it heats back up. It's frustrating. I'll tell you what, it's frustrating. It's an endless cycle. Yeah. <laughs> it, it really is. It really is. Paul, how you feeling about almost graduating? You're, get, you're right on the brink here. Dude, it's A couple so weeks left. Weird. You're, you're, like, you're on the final I mean, the, furlong the way, for the way horse I, racing the way, fans. The way I see it is, is, this, is this is the end of like quote-unquote, required schooling. Yeah. I mean, obviously oh, you can go to college for two years, and that can be your required schooling, but, I mean, majority... In of, the world we live in now. Yeah, we, you got to get your four-year degree, and you got to at least get your four-year degree, and then, you know, down the road, if somebody wants to pay me to get my MBA, I'd consider it, but... How, uh, how excited are you to be done with school? I'm just... I mean, especially... I think I've realized it a lot probably in the last couple of weeks is like a lot of what I'm doing is just more or less a waste of my time. Yeah. And I mean, that's something I notice a lot, like since coming back from like working the internship and being like a full-time worker, getting paid every yeah. single day for my nine hours of time I'm putting in, I'm not getting paid for what I'm doing right now. You're paying. And I don't see how 
beneficial. Some subjects are going to really like matter you, to like me. Like your geology. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like they're, we're doing like this thing about like uh, a city plan, like yeah, for air quality cool. pollution, cool. and I'm like, that's cool. Like I'll present you like a city plan and what I think the city should do to like improve the air quality situation and stuff. Like that's interesting. But there's some things that just like, do I really care why the wind blows the way it does? Like, no, no. I really don't. If it's blowing west, cool. If it's blowing east, sweet. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter. The, the only time, and this probably is more of a my situation than yours, is, is north-south in the summertime because it affects the water temperature. But, I mean, other than that, I, I don't really care. Yeah. It kind of feels weird, though. I mean, one, like... This is not how I expected your final semester. My final yeah, semester no. at Albion to go. Just a bunch of nonsense. Um, but two, it just doesn't feel real. It doesn't feel real yet. It hasn't really like sunk yeah. in that like it'll probably it set will. in when I move back and you're not. Yeah, no, then it'll be like oh, it's just gonna my be offer weird. Still stands for you to take all my classes next semester. <laughs> as fun as that sounds. Hey, the offer still stands. I'll pay you ten dollars a class. That's forty bucks. That's not bad. For each class I go to? No, 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 no. no. For the whole semester, oh, ten yeah, bucks a class. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Next Monday I start signing up for them classes. That's but uh, just, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. We are. Uh, we're gonna cut this one a little shorter than normal today. Uh, we have a big couple series in the next several episodes that we, we have some fun topics to go through. Uh, our 10th episode is the next one. That's going to be a really exciting one. Stay tuned. Those are going to be coming out soon, uh, as soon as we can get to them. It looks like we'll be able to do more recording now. Uh, things were a little hectic for a little bit, but they're getting a little bit back to normal. So hopefully we can get those episodes out as fast as we can and get them to you. Hope you enjoyed this one. Remember, stay safe. Stay smart, stay humble, peace and love, y'all.